Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Stones and Bones. In this podcast, I'll be talking about the prices for Copperlite, where Copperlite is mined, and just overall how people see Copperlite. First of all, a Copperlite's location, like I said many times before in previous podcasts, provides very valuable information about the animals that produce the Copperlite. But adding on to that, you could very easily predict the location of the Copperlite based on the climate that the certain animal needed to be in. For example, a T-Rex coprolite can only be in certain locations because of the climate that it had to be in to survive. Same with many other animals, their coprolite is only in pretty specific locations, so it's generally easy to track down where it is, at least if you have a general understanding of the animal. An example of this is the ancient alligator on the Black River in what is now South Carolina. Since there is so much coprolite found there, we can infer that that climate suited the alligator's needs. Based on the knowledge we know about the climate in South Carolina like tens of millions of years ago, we can predict other places that might hold alligator coprolite. Another example of this is coprolite found in England. An interesting fact about this coprolite found in England is that they actually named a street after coprolite called Coprolite Street in England. Anyways, there's actually a pretty major excavation going on in the east coast of England in the 1800s for their coprolite. Unsurprisingly, the world-famous Yorkshire coast, known for its magnificent ammonites and other various marine animals, is in about the same area. Since ammonites normally need some warm, shallow water, that means that the area around the east coast of England was pretty tropical, and you can infer that from the warm and shallow water. An example of this in modern day is Miami with this warm and shallow water, and right next to Miami is the beautiful jungle and swamps, which is tropical and humid. Now, with everything we know about the climate millions of years ago on the east coast of England, we can infer different animals that that coprolite could belong to, run some tests, and then figure out what animals the coprolite really belonged to. Now, on to the prices for coprolite. Coprolite can be kind of uncommon for certain animals, but for some other animals, it can be quite a bit more common. A turtle coprolite that's only about an inch or so is normally just 10 bucks. Sometimes it can even go down to $5. Turtle coprolites that are about 3 inches go for about $30 to $40, and the big ones, such as 6 inches, can go for even $100 sometimes. Now on to alligators. I mean, honestly, alligator coprolite isn't too much different from turtle coprolite, besides the fact that it's from an alligator. Like, 1 inch is about 10 bucks, 3 to 4 inches is about 40 bucks, and 6 inches is about 100 bucks. I mean, it's not too different. Now, dinosaurs is where the prices get a bit higher. Honestly, dinosaur coprolite isn't too much different from all the other coprolites, but it's just from a dinosaur, so all the prices are just a bit higher. A 1 to 2 inch piece is more about 15 bucks, 3 to 4 inch piece is more about 50 to 60 dollars, and a 6 inch piece is more like 125 dollars. It's not too much more, it's just those extra couple bucks that the owner throws on there just because it's a dinosaur fossil. Now in conclusion, People see coprolite as just a piece of poop, ha ha ha, funny, 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 and they share a little chuckle, but it's really so much more. Valuable pieces of information are being gathered every day from coprolite, and and coprolite has really changed our understanding of fossils. For a good amount of ancient animals, a lot of wouldn't be known about them if it wasn't for coprolites. Well, that'll be all for today. Thanks for tuning in, and then tomorrow, we'll go over a general overview of coprolites and sum up coprolite week.